It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to lettermanrow.com. I am Jeremy Birmingham. This is Talking Stuff. And today, Spencer Holbrook and myself are doing a new special edition of the show, and it's something we might do a little bit more of over the next few months as key Ohio State recruiting battles develop in the class of 2022, 2023, and beyond. Uh, today, we're going to talk about three big visits coming up for Ohio State targets in the, in uh, different parts of the country, Clemson, Oklahoma, and USC, all hosting major Ohio State targets. So let's uh, get to the show. Spencer Holbrook has joined us. We are Talking Stuff, brought to you by Buyers Auto, talking stuff about Ohio State football recruiting. And uh, Spencer, you know, the Buckeyes had a huge event on Thursday. It's, you know, still trying to get feedback as far as how that went for a number of the Buckeyes' top targets in the class of 2022, 2023, and beyond. But the big thing this weekend, and this is something that I think we're going to try to do a better job of keeping track of on Letterman Row, is where Ohio State targets are visiting that's not Ohio State. And this weekend is a is a prime place to start because in the class of 2023, there is no bigger player on the board right now for Ohio State outside of Ohio, outside of Sonny Styles, than A.J. Harris, the five-star cornerback from the Georgia-Alabama border. And this weekend, he's visiting Clemson. Yeah, and it's one of the biggest visits of the year for Ohio State. And I think that's weird to say, but when it comes to A.J. Harris, his recruitment, he fits in really well at Ohio State, but he also fits in pretty well at Clemson. And so – uh, this is one of those classic recruiting battles that you've seen over the last few years between Dabo Sweeney and Ryan Day going after the same type of player. And it, it's just one of those things that's going to continue to happen as long as Ohio State and Clemson are recruiting the same type of player. These guys are all going to go to the same places. And this is the, like you said, the top of the board for Ohio State and, and a guy that is almost a, as close to a must get out of state prospect as you can have uh, visiting Ohio State's basically arch, arch rival on the recruiting trail. Yeah, and it's been an interesting month and a half for A.J. Harris. Uh, the recruitment has really picked up. He went to Georgia, went to Bama, went to Clemson, went to Notre Dame, went to Ohio State, saw all those schools in June. There was a lot of momentum coming out of the Ohio State visit uh, you know, for the Buckeyes. But to me, it seemed like an Ohio State-Clemson-Notre Dame battle with Georgia on the periphery. I think he's going to actually make a visit to Georgia on Saturday. So, you know, the Bulldogs are trying to get themselves back into that upper crust. But – the real the real reason for this trip to Clemson on Friday is to make sure that his mother gets a chance to see the Tigers program. She went with him and his father to Notre Dame, went with him and his father to Ohio State, went with them to Alabama and Georgia, but did not get to go to Clemson. So now she's making that trip there. And then the whole family will have an informed uh, perspective of all these top schools that the, that the family is considering. And I think that's when things really get interesting. Um, and you know, Ohio State here is in a position where they're trying to say, you're our guy for 2023. You're the guy that we want, not just at cornerback, but to start the class and be a class leader. Um, other schools are trying to point to Ohio State having four cornerbacks committed in the class of 2022 as a reason to hold off on A.J. Harris's part in 2023. Now, I think you can look at that from either side of the argument, Spencer. It shouldn't matter who's in front of them. The Buckeyes will likely only bring in one or two cornerbacks in the class of 2023 with Harris being the top guy. 
So those numbers always find a way to shake out. But here's Clemson with three cornerbacks committed, including Toriano Pride, and then two five-star cornerbacks and Dalen Everett and uh, Jaden Lucas. So it's not like the, the Tigers have no one there in front of them. So I just don't know how much weight that argument holds. Yeah, and when you look at Notre Dame, Notre Dame's recruiting on the defensive side really well. Uh, Georgia, newsflash, recruits on the defensive side really well. So the arguments against Ohio State are almost a little hollow when it comes to the recruitment of A.J. Harris specifically. Uh, but you know, all in all, this is this is huge for Ohio State, for Clemson, for A.J. Harris's family to have his mother there to be able to go to Clemson and see what it's like. And if you're Ohio State, I think – you know, we don't like to say whether schools are in the lead right now, but I think if you're Ohio State, you do feel like you're playing with a lead. I, I, I don't think this is a, a, you know, neck and neck thing right now. I think Ohio State is the leader in this recruitment. And so if you're Ohio State, you trust what you sell, you trust what you tell these kids. And, and when they go visit these other schools, they get to compare it to Ohio State. Then the rest of it is just on A.J. Harris, and it's a personal decision from there. Yeah, and you trust what he, what AJ Harris has told you, and what the family has been clear about in conversation is that they want to visit Ohio State again for a football game this fall. Initially, that was going to be the Oregon game. It doesn't look like that's going to plan or play out because of the time of that game. It's being uh, a noon game. They think that they wouldn't be able to get there in time um, with a game on Friday night for for them down in Alabama. And so, whether that is the Penn State game or a different game, you know, this recruitment may end up going out a little bit longer than thought. There was a crystal ball put in in favor of Clemson for A.J. Harris on Wednesday. I don't buy it. I don't think it's close to being done at, at this point, but I guess we will see. I don't know A.J. long term, but I have got to know him fairly well since April when he landed his Ohio State offer. And from what I know about him, I think I would just be very surprised if a commitment came this weekend anywhere. Um but it is still telling and important for Ohio State to know where he's going to be and understanding how they stack up against the Tigers uh, in mom's mind, because mom was extremely happy about the visit to Ohio State when I talked to the family uh, following that trip. So that is visit one that we're going to focus on for this weekend. Visit two is another defensive back, Spencer, but this one in the class of 2022. And one of the top two remaining targets at safety for Ohio State, Zion Branch, going back to USC for the third time this summer. It's another one where Ohio State probably feels like it has the lead right now and maybe a little less of a lead than with A.J. Harris, but you trust what you've told Zion Branch. You know, that that visit where he was on campus with a couple of defensive backs was crucial because they were able to lay out what exactly his role would be. Now it's USC's turn to try and wow him and, and show him what his role would be if he stayed out on the West Coast. And again, Kerry Combs is just going to have to trust what he told these guys and trust what he told Zion Branch in this instance. Yeah, and that's the thing. This is where that kind of catch-22, I think, comes into effect. Like, did you lose something by having him on campus the first weekend of June? Because that recency bias is real on the recruiting trail. And you start to wonder how long does it take for someone to lose that feeling of what they got on campus? Zion Branch is an extremely intelligent kid. He's there with his brother, his, his mother and father, like the, his brother, Zach, who has the offer from Ohio State in the class of 2023. Like the whole family was there. They obviously have a very good sense of what Ohio State is. But Zion Branch grew up a big fan of the USC Trojans. Dante Williams, the cornerbacks coach and defensive backs coach for USC, has done a hell of a job in this recruitment. And like I said, proximity matters and, and proximity to the timing of, of the last visit matters because. Three times in the last month, it'll be on campus at USC for Zion. And 
again, there's not a decision coming this weekend, I don't think, unless he completely abandons what he's been planning to do, which is make official visits to Clemson and Alabama, considering he's already made official visits to Ohio State, USC, and Oklahoma. And I don't see a commitment coming, but it's one of these things where every time that extra tick goes off the board, another visit to USC, another visit to USC, another visit to USC, that confidence for Ohio State, you would imagine, starts to wane a little bit. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, it's not like Kerry Coleman just hasn't talked to him or Ryan Day hasn't talked to him. Also, Zion Branch has really good friends who are in this Ohio State class already, has really good friends who are also considering Ohio State who aren't considering USC. And so I think this is one of those recruitment sperm where the visit may not be as impactful as the peer-to-peer recruiting. I think peer-to-peer recruiting is going to be pivotal and crucial in this recruitment, and I think it's going to go a long way. That being said, if USC can continue to find ways to wow him and show him how much of a priority he is with all these guys already committed in the Ohio State class, it does make sense for him to look at and uh, weigh his options when it comes to USC versus Ohio State. Yeah, Ohio State has one safety committed. That's Kai Stokes. They want three with Zion Branch and Xavier Wampa being the other two that they're really focused on. And this is one of those things, Spencer, last year we took a lot of flack, you and I, when we were talking about Florida State, Tennessee, and Maryland, a couple other schools that were recruiting well in the summertime. Uh, Anything can happen at USC right now with that program. If they go out and and struggle, they have a very talented team, man. Probably the second most talented team in the the Pac-12, maybe maybe top to bottom more talented than Oregon. Uh, If they go out and, and scuffle along early in the season, Everything could change when it comes to Zion Branch. But right now, I think that they are the primary competition for Ohio State. Uh, and, and for the Buckeyes, Matt Barnes, Ryan Day, Kerry Combs, those guys are going to really be hoping to just stem that tide a little bit, make sure that nothing crazy happens or that there's not a, a desire to just say, hey, you know what, screw it, end this. Because initially, Zion Branch did want to have a decision made by August. And if, you know, maybe maybe he wakes up on Saturday morning and says, ah, I'm done with it, and, and then things change. And if that's the case, I think it'd be hard to bet against USC um, because of that fact. So who knows? Um, finally, let's talk about Oklahoma. The uh, The class of 2022 for Ohio State has no defensive lineman committed. A month ago, Spencer, we believed that Chris McClellan was going to be the first after he took his official visit to Ohio State. The Owasso, Oklahoma four-star defensive tackle left Columbus talking very highly about Ohio State, about Larry Johnson, saying, I think I need to go home and talk to my parents about maybe committing because Larry Johnson was actually pushing for him to be that first defensive lineman. And the Buckeyes have a number of them in in their radar or on the radar, in the radar, on the radar, I don't know, something to do with radar. Um, But what we saw was Chris McClellan went home and slowed everything down. How much he slowed things down is the key but I think this weekend is Oklahoma's last chance to keep him in state. Um, I, I think that he felt probably some inclination or desire to owe them a final swing. And no chance that this weekend goes by without Oklahoma picking up their newest bat, which is the giant SEC bat, and swinging that one as hard as they can at him. Yeah, exactly. And because – you know, they Oklahoma can talk about until they're blue in the face. I don't want to make this a conference realignment show, but Oklahoma can talk all they want about how, you know, they're going to honor this four-year uh, contract with the with the Big Twelve. That's not happening. They can talk I, about that publicly, sure, but yeah. internally, the idea here is that Oklahoma and Texas are going to be in the SEC starting in, in twenty-two, and they're going to be telling kids like Chris McClellan, "You don't have to go to Ohio State. You can play in the SEC and stay at home." 
Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. And that's going to be a huge recruiting pitch, especially with these defensive linemen who are all, for some reason, in the last couple cycles, down to, it seems like, Ohio State, Oklahoma, and insert SEC school here. I mean, that's really the final three, four, five schools for all of these top-notch defensive linemen. So when Oklahoma gets a new trump card to play with the SEC, that makes Larry Johnson's job a little bit more difficult. Now, can Larry Johnson handle that? Of course he can. He's Larry Johnson. But it still makes life a little bit more difficult on Ohio State to have to not only recruit against the SEC in the sense of LSU, Georgia, Alabama, Florida, but now they have to recruit against the SEC when it comes to Texas and Oklahoma as well. Just makes life a little bit more difficult. But I think I think after this weekend we'll have a really good uh, – idea of what Chris McClellan's thinking as far as Ohio State versus Oklahoma. Yeah, and I mean, there's Florida still involved in that mix, and, and USC is still involved in that mix, but ultimately, I really think this is go to Ohio State and play for Larry Johnson or stay home and play for the Sooners and, and you know, now play in the SEC at Oklahoma. Um, talking to some people out there in the Tulsa area, the idea or the belief is that Chris McClellan is highly favoring Ohio State heading into this trip and you know it, it's a matter of he has to get up and drive himself to, to Norman uh on the weekend to to go visit so if he wants to do it it's certainly going to be done uh as a way of of really examining what Oklahoma has to to offer versus what he got at Ohio State from Larry Johnson and, and the opportunity to play for uh not arguably the best defensive line coach uh presently and maybe the best defensive line coach in college football history yeah exactly and it just comes down to Larry Johnson versus the SEC. Which one do you want to be a part of more? It's going to see, it seems like a battle we're going to hear a lot about over these next few years, but we can talk a lot more about that in the future. But for now, we got three Ohio State targets on the move, making visits to big time Ohio State recruiting rivals, Spencer Holbrook and myself, Jeremy Birmingham. will continue to talk stuff about all of that and more on lettermanrow.com. Thanks once again to Buyers Auto for always being a, a, a fun partner in crime. Uh, and if you need an auto, go to buyersauto.com. Check them out right there. Please like, re review, rate, subscribe, all those things. Ask us questions. We need questions, people. We need things to talk about. So, uh, you know, go to the YouTube comments, drop questions there. Go to the podcast reviews, drop questions there. Five-star reviews help us, you know, move up the rankings. So if you like us, even if you don't like everything about us, maybe like just enough to give us a five-star review, Spencer, you know? Oh, and you if say? you've already if you've already left a review, and like I don't know, you live with a spouse or oh, they friend, could do it too. Take their phone, give us a five star review on there because it helps us, and then you can okay. ask a question through them. Yeah, and then that's more questions. Uh, but anyway, folks, thanks for watching again. Uh, have a great weekend. See ya. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.